Yo, 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 ha ha, yeah. How you doing today? You have now entered into the squared circle. Talk is smack 101. You got your man, Sonny Iliano. Call me Rico Suave. And with me is like having my own personal hood pad. My man, Shooter. How you doing today, brother? I'm lovely. Love I'm lovely. Love I'm lovely. I'm not asking what the ladies call you. I said, how you doing? Hey, I'm awesome, man. I heard that word the other day. I don't never, you don't never give me a chance to use it, but I'm actually awesome, man. So I, I figure I figure I'd bring that out. No disagreements. Now, you can hit us up at Talking Square Circle at Gmail. Hit us up on Twitter at Talking Smack 101. Hashtag TS101. And we're here to discuss the sweet science. That's what we're here to do today. Now, we had another decent fight weekend. Had a nice fight overseas with Crolla and Linares, Anthony Crolla, Jorge Linares. But we're going to keep going with these plugs. Download that Squared Circle app. Like a little teaser right there, right? You like the little teaser? <laughs> well, Squared Circle app, you can find it in the Play Store. You can find it in the App Store. We're officially on iTunes. Just search Smack 101 in the podcast app in your iPhone. And that's only if you just want to listen to us and not enjoy everything else we offer in that Squared Circle app. The app is where it's at. That's all I'm going to say. We got the KTFO section. The FOTY section. We got recent bouts. We got everything in there that you need and here. Now, last time when we started off the show, I know my man, you, you asked me if I saw Canelo's house. Now, have you seen Stevie Wonder's house? He hasn't seen Stevie Wonder's house. This guy right here. <laughs> I can't. That, I, I, I got to go back to the drawing board now. That, <laughs> <laughs> I got to go back to the drawing board because this guy is starting to know everything I got. Okay. Please tell me you weren't going to say that. Yeah. <laughs> that's exactly what I was going to say. That's exactly what I was going to say, actually. But that's okay. Because we're here to discuss the sweet science. That's what we're oh, talking about. That's what you, you know what? That's what you call a real-life bromance, man. It's like take it, taking the words out of your own mouth. No, uh, they jealous. What, they just what he, jealous. Yeah, that's man, all that's I'm going to say. They just jealous. So, getting right into it, man. Crolla versus Linares. Now, who, did, who, who did you pick to win I, this fight? Hey, Hey, I ain't perfect, but I'm only 99.9%. Okay, and who owns that other 0.1%? <laughs> if you want to be the 1%, that's fine. If I want to be, <laughs> I, I am that 1%, so I just wanted to start that off. Go ahead, continue. Anthony Crawler, the young lion who looked ready for everything and anything, that handled all opposition in front of him, versus Jorge Linares, the recognized champion in this division. And I was wrong. That's all I'm going to say. I was wrong. And Linares... Showed the level of class. We've you discussed know, this many times. You know what, though? It's just like one of those things. Usually I tell you when you're way off and you're wrong. Even though you were wrong on this, man, I still got to give you credit. Linares has only – uh, Corolla has four more wins than Linares has knockouts. Mm -hmm. So it, it's it, – it, styles make fights. Yep. And that's the reason why, you know, depending on who he's fighting at that lightweight division, you know, Corolla's going to take a lot of people with opposition. He only has four losses with 31 wins. Um but like Lenora's just, he just came like Corolla just kept coming forward, mm -hmm. and Lamar Lenora's just took him just apart. Picked him so, apart. Picked yeah. him apart. Corolla had some good moments right when I thought the momentum was changing. Mm -hmm. In that sixth round, he the got fifth, rocked. The fifth in the end of the sixth round, like Lenora's came with the uh, the combinations in the uh, and in did, the, and started going to the body a lot more. Just showed why he was that level above. Looked really good. I, there's not much in that division for him. Um, for Linares, well, actually, there's a lot of good names we went through, actually, this last episode. With uh, But now, he's been around for a while. He's got over 40 fights. Yeah. Um, the, the next best contender, who should be number one, but hasn't proven it yet, Mikey Garcia, 135. But then he, I don't know. With that many fights, he, his body's worn. He might want to consider retirement. I'd like to see him unify titles. That's what I always want. Uh-huh. Yeah, so for Jorge Linares, do you... Take a chance with Mikey Garcia. Or do you try to unify the titles with the other champions out there, like um, the guy Robert Robert Easter, who just won the IBF? Hey, so look, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna put you on blast, but uh, where did you watch this fight at? I watched it on my tablet. How did you watch this fight? Well, well, I watched it on a pink tablet to be exactly, and I was babysitting my nephew and watching my own kid. 
Yeah. No, 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 no. Not how are you watching it. Like, how are you able to gain access to watching this? Well, I can't. I'm not going to say the website because then it won't be able, available for everybody else anymore. But yeah. I, I, I just streamed so, it. So, I say that. I say that to say this. The recent bouts. Well, yeah. Well, one, I also put that on the, re I also put that on the recent bouts. Um, but, no, I said that to say this. You take the fight with Mikey Garcia or Robert Easter Jr. for the simple fact that you're going for the money now. You got three losses. You're not protecting the record. Go for the money. This was this was a fight that was overseas that nobody in the States got to watch. So nobody could know exactly who we're talking talking about. Unless you do go in that scored circle lap and go ahead and look under recent bouts. He is on there. That's right. But like, you know what I like about that right there? What? That was like a lot of good knockouts you see always come from a good slip. And that was a good slip. Like Thank that. you. That was a good one. That Thank you. I appreciate it. I like that. No, but uh, no, dead serious though. Go go for the money. Why not? You're you're not undefeated, so it's not you're not trying to protect legacy. You don't have a legacy to really protect. You're a fighter. You're a boxer. So go ahead and do your thing. You know one thing. Uh, watching this fight that I did notice that I uh, liked about Lenares though, um, he f a lot of body shots and a lot of counter combinations Ooh. off yes. the back foot. Yes, yes, that's hard to do. That's very hard to you do. Know, and land flush, and, and and you can tell that it hurt. Yeah, mm, I like and then that. And he didn't. And he didn't. What he did was he didn't really overexpose anything. He took exactly what Crowley gave him, and he's just oh, that body's open. Let me take that. Oh, the head's exposed. Oh, let me take that. Oh, let me get this feint in, and let me come up with over the top. So he like he really he played Crowley into fighting his own fight. Anthony in. Crowley's still a good fighter, but Linares, great movement, great movement around that ring. Yeah, um, had. You're right, though. He definitely baited him in. I love that box. He stayed on the outside. Had nice little uppercuts in there. Um, looked really, really good. I, I think he should go for the money, too. I'm go with for him. the money. Why not? Go for I, the money because Mikey Garcia is going to be a bigger paycheck than Robert Easter Jr. for mm -hmm. sure just because of the name status. Mikey Garcia, I love him for just for being an American Olympian. He, he could have he went, went south, southern yeah. of the border, mm -hmm. but he chose to be an American Olympian. Um, good. Anthony Krola, not not done. No. Not an exciting fight. No. Look, still looks like the hungry lion. But if they rematch, I think same thing well, over. Uh, well, same thing I think, again. Yeah. Um. What I had in my notes after watching that fight is Corolla de defeated himself. Mm -hmm. Like he didn't throw enough. Yeah. He came forward all fight. But what good is coming forward if you're not, if you're not going to sit? If you're not setting up anything, just so touch just him. Like, just touch him. That's all you got to do. Get it out there. Just touch him. I've seen so many fights lost just because of that. Like even though you, even though you come forward, you just not throwing enough. Mm -hmm. And like the person doesn't even have to hurt you, but if they just look busier, they'll steal rounds. They'll take. There, they'll take there probably over, isn't a boxing coach that hasn't told a fighter that the best, most important punch in boxing is, is the a jab. jab. Everybody the knows jab. that. You hear it endlessly. But my first sparring now, even when I talk about boxing, man, like me personally, I didn't box for a long time because I got a job. I ain't got time to be getting punched in my face. Mm. I'm 32 years old. Yeah, I'm still sexy though. I'm 32 years I old. I want to get punched for free. I'll say something at a bar. Hey, exa <laughs> exa exactly. Now, now, I say that now. When the first time I ever sparred, sparred against. Now I'm a heavyweight. Sparred against some big dudes. When I got tired in that ring, if there is one thing, the jab is like a dribble. Yeah. That's the basic step that you have to take. Must you can keep somebody, if you can move Ooh. your legs, you can keep that jab and you can blind them. And you can keep somebody off you for as many rounds as you want as if you have an effective you jab. If, if you, you have, have an, an effective, effective jab. jab. If it snaps back good, even if you just touch it up for distance, uh -huh. it, whatever it's, it's it is. It's an annoyance. It is a gnat. No matter how much, how small a net is, if it's around your food, it's going to bother you. That's Shit, exactly right. what a jab does. Ooh, it a jab a annoys you. That's another TM. Enough. You like that's that? You like that? Right that's hey, I don't know where it comes from, man. I don't know where it comes from. It just flows through it. It just flows through No, but that's exactly what a jab is. It's there to annoy you. It's there to get your attention, and it's there to to piss you off, basically. And so, and it's effective in every way. So, One second on basketball. And I'm only I'm gonna say it one time on the air, but I haven't played a game of 21 with other adults or anybody <laughs> my age uh, in about since the 90s. Guess how many points I scored today? How many? One. That's impossible. I scored you, one. You, that, that's that's <laughs> literally impossible. In a game of 21, the first shot you make has to be at least two. Yeah. So you score. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. But I missed so many that I think I only give myself one on there, and that's it. <laughs> Oh man! I'm only giving myself one on that message. That's why, because I missed that many shots. My view oh, wasn't that bad though. I forgot, okay, I, I forget. Kind of on the same subject. I forgot what football game I was watching some years back, but a team had 11 points, and then the whole time I was like, "How the hell did you get 11?" 
Like, I, like, you know, I, I, was, I was like, what kind of football was you playing to get 11 points? My Asian I man's thought, kicked like, three field goals and a safety. I was like, three field goals and a safety. Three field goals and a safety. What? what kind of, that's not even a game. But anyway. Uh, unless it's like, unless it's zero. <laughs> it's just the opposite team. All right. Moving forward. Uh, next was Showbox New Generation. I love Showbox New Generation. It's one of my favorite things. I remember watching Sean Porter on there. So many fighters that I've seen through it. Showstreak.com. Oh, I just gave him free promotion. I love that one, except for Julio Cesar Chavez, because I've... Well, actually, y'all owe me a poster, because the last one I got was a little damaged, and that was a good poster. Marquez Vasquez 3. What's wrong with y'all? Anyways. Let that go. Showbox New Generation. No, I'm, I'm not going to let it go, because you know what? They will give me that new poster one day. And hopefully it's in, I'll be in a conversation. I think Espinosa is the guy who runs the show box or CBS boxing, same company. And I'm like, hey, you guys maybe sip some man green. Like, hey, buddy, you owe me a poster. Do it. He's like, he's like, from what? I'm like, from what? From Show Street, man. Show Street, I won. Man. Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. I hope you don't come back from boxing because you're the one who messed up my 40th one where I would have had some autographed gloves. Autographs. Hopefully not from you. All right, moving forward. Stevenson versus Ivan Golub. James Stevenson from Maryland. Maryland versus Ivan Golub, now fighting out of Brooklyn, New York, now, I am from the Ukraine. Now, I am a Virginia native. I was born in D.C., I grew up in Virginia, but I spent most of my life out in Washington, but I still claim the DMV. So any product of the DMV, I will always support. You disappointed me, James Stevenson. <laughs> so just to say that. Um, it, it wasn't... You too it was, tight in the ring. a little tight. Like, ah. He... Uh, he had a good little story going in about how he's trying to rechange his focus, but he looked physically ready. But I think that Golub is one of these guys that you could, I, I think from looking at him that he's one, you know, you, when you first see him, you're like, you know, I'd fight that guy. 12 and 0, 10 knockouts. Yeah. And then you hear that. And that's when you're like, okay. <laughs> then you're, that's when you're face to face and you're like, okay, now you're a little bit bigger than I thought. Mm -hmm. You know, that's why. Everybody looks. I walk around at 155, and I tell everybody when they talk about Mayweather Pacquiao, I'm like, you know, that's how big he is. That's how big I am. That's yeah. exactly how big he is right now. Yeah. And they're like, he's that small. Like, yeah. Well, you know, that's yeah, what it is. Exactly. But then you think about that's like, okay, I wouldn't fight him still. <laughs> I wouldn't yeah. fight him at all. And with Golub, I feel like the same thing here. And Stevenson, as soon as he got in that ring and saw the man in front of him, he got a little gun shy. And Golub, every punch looked like it's hurt. Uh, what, what you got? Nothing. Nothing. Uh, only because he's from Maryland, I'm not going to put him in the KTFO section because I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to see it again. I don't, you got to get <laughs> KTFL. Unfortunately, well, unfortunately, pretty soon you're going to want to be in that session because the Square Circle app is what you need to download in the App Store and Google Play. Check out that KTFO section. If if you've seen the movie Friday, you'll understand the premise of it. Hashtag KTFO. Hashtag FOTY. Those are my two most favorite sections in any app out there. Download it, the app. Tell your friends about it. Hit us up on Twitter at TalkingSmack101. Stevenson, done. Uh, not done. Still an upcomer, nah, but... 23 and 2. I mean, besides you that shouldn't be. You shouldn't be on Showbox New Generation with that kind of record. <sighs> you should be an undercard of an undercard, maybe. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Especially like HBO or HBO Showtime, Showtime even of any of these undercard fights. Though. He has enough he has enough bout, so <laughs> it's a, you know, that's his start. Well, look, we got what were we just talking about? We just talked about Linares mm -hmm. uh having forty having fights. forty fights and three losses, whatever, that's gonna be that's gonna be his third loss. So like he still he still has a future, so we're not gonna count you out, man. Yeah, no, I mean, no, we can't count so nobody out. We're not out. counting you count out. So you still got sixteen yeah. knockouts, man. So like I believe Sergio Martinez, one of one of my top ten favorite fighters, you know, he got three losses, I believe. You know, and his first two came in the beginning. You can bounce yeah. back. You can always bounce back. Always, always, all of Golub looked good. Um what do you remember what division they were in? Uh Walter Wade. Walter Wade. One forty seven? Uh, yes. Ooh, good division to be in. Speaking of the 147, I, mean, I think it was our fourth or fifth episode where we talked about the best. We were ranking the weight divisions, right? Yeah, we were ranking the weight divisions. Now, that was, we're on episode 11 right this now. This is episode 11. 11 weeks. Me and you have been doing this. Every Thursday, tell your friends about it. We're on SoundCloud. You can find us on iTunes, everything. Now, 11 weeks. So, Bleacher Report had this article today. And this is what we're it talking was two, about. The, the Bleacher Report had the article. They written it. It was two days ago. Okay. It was two days ago when they were talking about it. Now three. 
Yeah, three days ago or what? Two or three days. It doesn't. It doesn't matter when. It doesn't matter when they had the thing is. But they were going over the pound for pound best uh, best divisions in boxing. Mm-hmm. Now I'm not. I'm, I'm not, not saying. saying this. I'm, I'm not, not gonna accuse anybody of nothing. But I'm just saying. I think y'all need There's to catch up records. sometimes, man. There's, you There's know, digital for, records out there. For me to have a regular nine to five job, mm-hmm. y'all should be on this a lot quicker than us. Now, I'm not saying we the first people to put that out there, but you can't put that you can't put that out there and not a uh, and not acknowledge us. Not acknowledge us at all because it, it, it's 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 either one heck of a coincidence or I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, as of right now, since we're not big names, I'm gonna give you the coincidence. But we coming for you. We coming yeah. for everybody. I we're promise you that. And if and let's say we're not trying to take over Bleach Report, but whoever yeah. posted that, yeah, article, uh, mm. we are. Okay, I was just saying. I just want to take the guy's job who wrote who posted the article. <laughs> but I guess now we now we coming after you. Yeah, Apparently okay. now we coming after you. Okay, I, whatever. I'm down. I'm down. It's, I mean, you got to race. You got to race. That's all I'm just saying. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Steve. Uh, now we're next one is one of my favorites. Well, we still agreed uh, welterweight was the best division. So. Yes, we did. Yeah, we did. And still, right now. Yeah. You know, we're not even to talk about my man Swift and who his potential opponent might be. Because we don't know his name. We don't know his name. Trey Lippe Morrison. The son of the Duke. Tommy the now, Gun. One of now I am a Rocky fan by genetics. We, we. <laughs> <laughs> now I I I love I love the Rocky movies because it's 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 if it wasn't for Rocky movies you'd never have boxing movies as successful as they were. I love Creed. I, I will give you the credit for that though. Like um, I watch I watch Rocky movies because it's just like you said there it it did set the precedence. I had an argument. I remember I had an argument with one of my best friends about how pissed off I was that Sylvester Stallone got into the Boxing Hall of Fame the same year as Mike Tyson. Like, I'm sitting, I'm, I'm putting myself in Mike Tyson's shoes, sitting up there listening to Sylvester Stallone talk about boxing. That conversation with me by any chance? No, it wasn't, no, <laughs> okay. it wasn't with you. It wasn't with you. That's the funny thing about it. And then he sit there, and I, I know I'm selfish sometimes. Was he Italian at least? No, he wasn't Italian. He was oh, a black dude. Man. I like this just guy like, already. Yeah, like, no. <laughs> I like so this guy I'm sitting already. here, and he was just like, he was talking about how how popular that made Rockies made boxing. I was like, I didn't want to believe it at the time. I mean, no, I believed it, but I I was going I was going down with with while well, my shots fired, man. I'm, I'm empty in the chamber, man. I was like, no, no, he didn't. He did. Rocky made boxing popular just for the simple fact that. The comeback story. Just the cut, the comeback story, story the underdog story. It always made loves good. It. Everybody likes uh, trash TV. So, it's, <laughs> but no, it was it was good though. But go ahead, continue. Trey Lippe Morrison, good, solid. He looks just like the Duke, just oh, like sorry, Tommy sorry, Gunn. Sorry. Rocky Five. Rocky you can five. find you can find his dad in Rocky Five. Rocky Five or Tommy the Gun Morrison. Unfortunately, um, he is in the KTFO section also. Yeah. Not for the. I gotta find one where he's um, the positive end of that. No, actually, section. what um, we just posted a. Um, I just we just posted a knockout of Tommy Morrison on our uh, Facebook page. That's right, Razor Ruddick. That was yeah. a good one, mm-hmm. and his lost main bursters in KTFO section yeah. right there. Good job, way to pay attention. Trey Lippe Morrison looks real solid versus Ed Lattimore, who has a veteran composition, is what uh, New Generation stated on there, and and I saw it because Trey Lippe has zero, zero. Amateur experience. Ed had 50 amateur bouts. Like at least 50. It was like 53, 54, something like that. 50. And I think age was the reason why they went pro fast for both of these. Because yeah. 24 and then I think uh, 27 or 28 for Ed. And you know what's really funny is like you see it. You don't see too many heavyweights with hundreds and hundreds of fights. You're not going to take that much punishment in a heavyweight division as, as an amateur. So you see them going pro a lot sooner. If you're going to get hit hard you know, by somebody who's 200 plus Let's pounds, get paid for it. You're going to get paid, paid for it, for it too, at least. So. But um, Ed Quick Lattimore, fight. yeah, Quick fight. uh, thirteen and 0, 7 knockouts. Uh, 11, uh, 11. Morrison, 11, 11 and 0, 11 knockouts. So mm-hmm. uh, that's a pretty. I'm not math, not math whiz, but that's a pretty high percentage for KOs. That's yes. for sure. Now Ed Lattimore, I thought he started off good. He tried to stay close, stay busy, mm-hmm. try to take Trey Lippe Morrison off of his game, but um. Uh, well, yeah, power. Yeah, power. So, um, Freddie Roach is his trainer. Yes. Which was uh, this is the first top fight that I've seen. That's pro- and that could possibly be the difference maker right now between those in that in that fight. Yeah. It's just the level of the, the trainer's knowledge and experience versus I I I couldn't tell you who Lattimore's trainer was. Didn't know walking in. Didn't bother to look it up. Multi, you got a six seven year trainer of the year in mm-hmm. your corner. 
you got the pedi- you got the pedigree, you got the lineage uh, to get a kind mm-hmm. of trainer like it's that. In his but, blood, um, looks just but, like his dad. Um, where, Fights I mean, just was, like I his think, dad. Wasn't you telling me what's the reason why? Uh, he he said he picked uh, Morrison. He picked Morrison. So Freddie Rose probably gets hundreds to thousands of fighters submitted to him, up and coming fighters, and he chose the man with zero amateur background, no intent on being a professional boxer. Uh, his first he was a goal. College, he was a college football defensive player. end player. Yeah. Uh, got let uh, got let go or asked to leave for whatever reasons. Turned pro. Um, he fights, wears his dad's old trunks. I thought, I love that. This is Tommy on him, you know, but he has natural power. Freddie Rose said natural power is the reason why, and we saw it in, in a minute and 20-some seconds into that first round when Ed Lattimore got rocked. Now, I'm not a trainer. If I was a trainer, I would always tell my young, I would beat it into the brains of all my young opposition coming up, especially if they turn pro, that... If you get rocked, take take the, the knee. eight. Take, take the, the eight. knee. Yeah. There's no shame in it at all. And it's the same difference. Whether you're standing up, taking a standing eight count, or you're on the ground or with on your knee, taking that. It's no it's difference. Still, it's it's no still difference. a 10-8 round. It's still a 10-8 round. That's just how it is. That's the rules. We were talking about this. We were talking about this earlier. Anybody who's uh who watches a lot of TV like myself. And you just laying on the couch. If you get up too quick without even getting punched <laughs> in your face, you get lightheaded and you're dizzy. You take a knee. Look, you're gonna be Head more embarrassed. You're gonna get more embarrassed when you're looking like Bambi stumbling around the ring from getting up too fast and you're discombobulated <laughs> and your legs don't work. Stand down, get your equilibrium level, and then finish the rest of the fight, man. I, I've seen it too. You see, you see too many. Times. Too many Man, my man Zeb Judah. <sighs> Zeb Judah's one of those man. Is one of those man be like he oh, got. Hey, don't get up so fast. You talk about the Costa Zoo fight, yeah. and I was gonna ask you about putting that in the KTFO session. I didn't know if it warranted it or not, because usually if you're in there, you're not getting up at all. Yeah. So I don't know, but that is so funny. I didn't know he had moves like that. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know he had moves. I think the kids nowadays call that the stanky leg. I don't know. I don't know if that's a. I don't know if they still uh, the do that. Stanky but, leg. Uh, you know, I just. I discovered that the new term for, I guess, if you were to say in a in a friendly family manner for aroused is thirsty. You just found out what that is. Damn. Even I knew that, man. Well, and I don't fine. even listen to this crap music. I don't nowadays, either, man. man. I don't either. Liar. Stanky leg. Stop. <laughs> it, man. <laughs> man, what you got, man? I got Barantek versus Wang Wong Zim. Um, Wong Zim provided by RNS, Rock Nation Sports, and Ivan Barantek. This guy has heavy hands, powerhouse, never went past four rounds. 11 0, 10 knockouts. Now, Ivan, every punch that landed sound like it hurts. And it was a okay fight, but I know that you didn't get to watch the whole thing here, but from the fifth yeah. round, you see Baranchik had a look on his face on what to do. So um, I didn't even want to get to watch the whole fight. You know, it's just not all stats, not all uh, numbers tell the story of a whole fight, a whole game, or any of that kind of Never stuff. Never at all. These are a couple things that I look for. Okay, so I'm looking at his record. And just like I said, he's 11-0 with 10 knockouts. Super lightweight division. He's at a hundred and he's at 130 pounds. Wow. So if you got that kind of knockout percent, you either fought bums or you're really heavy headed because mm-hmm. like when you don't have that much, when you're 130 pounds and at 135, you're in that lightweight division. Mm-hmm. You don't usually those usually go the 10, 12 rounds. Nope. But if you're putting people to sleep at 130, you got some. You got some hands. There was what's we gotta look up that we saw in the highlights. I can't. I'm. I'm not gonna say things I don't know it. But uh, he's who made. He's gonna make the KTFO section. That one brother that we saw get dropped with the left. Mark something. It was the second highlight. Uh, the black dude just by Ivan. Look oh up. yeah. Okay. Now okay. you know. Yeah. You, it, it, at least hopefully you're faking it. That's what I tell my <laughs> women too. But one thing about that was if Wang's Wang Jim seven and three. Uh, seven wins, three knockouts, no losses. Mm-hmm. Uh, RNS got him. And after the fifth round, Baranchek still throwing one and two combinations because he's obviously fell in love with his own power and admires his own work. If Wong Zim had a pop in his punch, that would have been a different outcome. Yeah. But if he's got a good trainer, they would have saw it. 
and they'll prepare him better. Boxing is one of the things Mike Tyson, and, and I'm always going to re reference a Mike Tyson or anything like that because you know my how much favorite, I love him. My favorite my heavyweight of all, all time. Yeah, my favorite boxer of all time. He's, he's boxing, three. Bo boxing is a thinking man's sport. That's this right. is not. This is not it's something that you're, it's not. It's, it's not chess, checkers. Not checkers. You're not. It's not straight brute force. It's a thinking man's sport. Mm -hmm. And so, just like you said, you can't just walk in and do this. Mm -hmm. You can't you're not just, just walk punch, in. And so do you have this to recognize that. that, and that's the your corner is just as more important, just as important as your fighter, man. If you don't mm -hmm. have a fighter that's going to listen or be able to sit there and adjust and recognize on the fly, that's right. He could have taken somebody down because, like, there's been so many times where fighters have beaten people with power just mm -hmm. by out of position and. Boxing the hey, right way. I'm a, I'm a, a recent reference. We'll say Provodnikov and Chris Algieri. Yeah. Chris Algieri got rocked. I hey. shut. Hey. I shut. Yeah. And he used the sweet science to win that fight. Yeah. Movement stuck the jab. Now, now we don't we haven't reference uh, Ruslan Provodnikov and too many times. I know we have talked about him. This guy's a Terminator. He every it. When you, you look at man. when you look at his face during mm -hmm. these fights, you would want to say, "The way you want." The, the, the way you, you want. Would, you would say, "Stop the fight." His look how bad, but no, he always looks that way. His faces always look like somebody. It was like the, the dude was a dude barehanded who fought him. No, Ruslan Provodnikov always looks like that. Uh, whatever so woman you marry fact, loves yeah, you, brother. Hey, <laughs> real talk though, man. That dude is a terminator. He does not stop coming. Mm -hmm. Uh, when he Kamala, fought, Russia when, when uh, Ruslan Provodnikov fought Lucas Matisse, mm. Lucas Matisse virtually won that. He did if that win the was fight. a fifteen round fight. If that was a fifteen, like no. I'm sitting here scared. I'm going for Matisse. I'm scared every match because this dude does not stop coming at all. But Chris Algieri beat Ruslan Provodnikov, man, just, just off his sure position boxing. and just good boxing, positioning, jab, everything. And it's it's funny that we bring that up. What? He won that fight probably because of the jab right there. Yeah, Most yeah. important punch in boxing, if you're a trainer and you're listening, make sure you tell your friends about it at Talking Smack 101 at Twitter. And if you're a trainer and you didn't tell your people that already, your fighters are losers. Yes, you're going to lose. And talk to me. We might still promote you. But, we'll see. But anyway, who did, uh, who did Chris Algieri fight after that? Uh, Pacquiao got knocked down six, seven times. Boxing, boxing's <laughs> not there. But when you when you got a guy that's like five, five in front of you, I don't care how big you are. You ask Antonio Margarita, you're like, I can take this guy. Yeah. And then he breaks your orbital ball. Uh, he went for the money. He went for the money. I feel it. Though. I feel it. I would have went for the money too. Why not? All right. Why then not? after that, we had Hot Rod, Rod of, I'm just calling Hot Rod Kalogics. Now this is all you because I didn't get to finish watching that. Uh, um, you're lucky you did didn't because Trevor Peterkin, undefeated fighter going in, he was 11 and 0 I believe, and Hot Rod had one loss in there. But this was like a movie moment because Trevor Peterkin, from the time they walked into the ring, he did not look like he wanted to be in that ring. Now, if you would, and he had Mark Breland in his trainer. If you don't know who that is, look it up. Former professional fighter, Mark Breland in this corner with him, and his dad is his main trainer. And Trevor Peterkin did not look like he wanted to be there at all. Now, I can go on a whole nother tangent and say that he looked like someone paid him to take a dive or. There was something else involved other than the fight where his head was at. Now, naturally coming from Vegas, my first thought was, hey, somebody paid this guy to take a dive because he looked like he didn't want to be there. Not everybody's run by the mob. You know that, Sonny? No, I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, okay. Good sure. man. I don't take know what you're talking to, about. Take it to the grave. I don't know what you're talking take about. Take it to the grave. I don't know nothing. It wasn't me. I don't care. That brother just looked like me. It's 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 racist. His body was here when I got it, Your Honor. What are you talking about? It came with the car. <laughs> <laughs> the body came with the car. What are you gonna do? Anyways, Trevor did not look like he wanted to be there at all, and and he, and he paid for it later on because at the end of three he was done. He was done. Hot Rod looked really really good, or Peter or Peterkin looked really really bad. I don't want to give too much credit to Hot Rod because he he kept his hands down and well overconfident. And I, you could even say that he was so overconfident like he knew he was going to win, not because of just confidence, but other reasons. But I don't know. It's, it, was, it was really weird to watch because even into the, at the end of the second round, the corner was like, what's going on? What's up? And as a fighter, even, as a fighter you, you, you got to hide it even when you don't want to be there. Yeah. That, that does, that's not for the great fighters or the bad fighters, but as a man – 
you don't let that aura, that energy come off of you and your body that I'm beat, I'm done. Boxing is the wrong sport for that, man. Yeah. They can, it's literally, you can smell blood when that, that like that your body and your demeanor play such a huge part, man. It's, um, anybody seen Hands of Stone? Watch Hands of Stone. Uh, his, uh. Movie of the week. Roberto Duran, his trainer. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was played by Robert De Niro. He always Bobby said, he, "Yeah, he always said, why do you fix my hair in between rounds?" He was like, "Man, if you come out and your hair is combed and you're looking all fresh, it's gonna frustrate the other person. Man, you gotta look good in there. You gotta feel good, man." That's Bobby one thing my D. pops, my pops always told me, man. He was Only like, "Look, was you're not gonna like make me look bad, and fi- I'm not gonna look bad and feel bad at the same time. Mm-hmm. So even if I feel bad, I'm still gonna look good. You're never gonna that's know right. what's going on hey, in the inside." That's why I used to be the guy outside smoking a cigarette of the gym. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, you smoke cigarette. I ain't here for my health. I ain't here for my health. Now, you know, did you know they call Bobby D the, the chocolate rainmaker? Why is that? He likes his women so dark they blue. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, hope y'all. Hey, if, if you didn't this, get the reference, I don't know this, what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you. But that is actual. That is an actual fact, right there, sir. Look, look at every, every day we re- every time we record this. Everything's in one take. None of this is scripted. Nothing so at all. I promise you, when he says stuff like that, I have no idea. I can't control this man. I can't even contain him, man. He's he's gonna do it. Uh, say what top, he wants to baby. do. Just, that's how I yell, yell. Uh, that's how I do it. So we're gonna move a little forward as we move forward every day in life, and we try to keep it positive. That's why we focus and do what we do. We try to get better, and we try to keep going. We try to find new things. We try to find ways to be more successful, and that's how everybody should just be when the moment you wake up and to the moment you go to bed. Now, we're going to be talking Smack 101 at Twitter.com. Get that Squared Circle app. It's available in the Play Store and the App Store. Hit us up at Gmail, TalkingSquaredCircle at gmail.com. And find us on Facebook and like our page, too. We on there right now, too. If not, I will add you as a friend personally and you're gonna like the page or i'll keep inviting you just like everybody else who sent me those invites for them games that i never play i don't care about farm animals or farmland i don't care about what's the one that everybody does pokemon the pokemon one none of them but if you like the page i might play i might play just for that reason so hit us up on facebook.com forward slash at talking smack 101 and at talking smack 101 at twitter we're on stitcher now stitcher.com forward slash squared circle we're taking it back we're on itunes on itunes subscribe to us we need the subscriptions we need the comments in itunes we need the ratings even if it's if you put a one star tell me why tell me why so i can get better well, so I can make like, it back. It's just like the way America works. You want to get in now so you can say you knew us before we made it big. That's right. And I'm going to put that. Ooh, and I'm going disclaim, to disclaim that right team. now. That's another team. Just because you're going to want to get on the ground floor of this, man. That's so, right. Because I, I remember faces. I remember names. That's right. And if right. you weren't supporting us now, don't support us when I'm in the penthouse. Now, before we move forward to the PBC, I got something here I want to ask you real quick. It says, Skip Bayless ESPN comment section. What was that about? Again? Oh, so um, I... Now... I've always hated first take, and then it's stu- it's stomach it. it's stomachable. Now that Max it. Kellerman's on there because I have that, even though Max doesn't know a whole bunch about all sports, but he his bo- boxing that pass. man's that man's untouchable when it comes to boxing. Real quick, but, man. Uh, uh, Max Kellerman said this just for anybody else who who's listening in for the first time. If you're not a boxing fan, I'll prove to you why boxing is the greatest sport in the world. Because you can have football in one corner, you can have basketball in another, street hockey, maybe a game of stickball. If a fight breaks out in the middle of the street. Anywhere. If a fight breaks out anywhere. Where are you going first, right? You're going to go watch that fight. That's right. the reason Skip Bayless it. ESPN comments. So if you guys don't know, Skip Bayless moved over to uh, FS1, which, whatever. Anyway, who cares? But um, in a recent interview, forgot what who, who cares again. Skip Bayless said for his, for his talent, he said he at ESPN he was underpaid. I don't even want to look what, okay, that so, No, no, was. no, no, no. I don't even want to look as, at as a as a form of habit, I will always look at both sides of the argument to see. And as a talent, yes, he could have been underpaid because Skip Bayless was really popular. Spoken like a true master debater. No, but yeah, yeah, okay, whatever. Whether he puts out trash or not, mm-hmm. it's still, look. The Spice Girls sold millions of records. I'd still sleep with Scary Spice. Yeah, today. Look, look, look. Right Lady now. Gaga. Lady Gaga is a platinum artist. So just because just because you could suck and you could still produce, all right. So that's how I'm putting Skip Bayless. She's solid, bro. But she can she can she can uh, sh- blow. Shut bro. up! Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! She can blow. You're, you're, you're her commercial make, with let, Tony Curtis. Yeah, 
Go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm with you on this, Skip Bayless. All right. Anyway, so it said Skip Bayless says he's like, as a talent, I was underpaid. And then whenever something is a hot take or debatable, one of the first things, just like anybody does, I go to the comment section, and a comment that stood out in my mind was, this solidifies Skip Bayless as a terrible talent, <laughs> a, a, a terrible, t- <laughs> who can cease in spot talent. And I yeah. just started die laughing because all the, all the boxing debates that he's had, it was just like, you're a terrible talent evaluator. Yeah. I don't care what no, you say, you yeah, suck. Boxing is not his number one subject. College, it's not college a football it's is not his a, number one subject. No, controversy is his number one yeah. subject. Hey, I, I'm not a fan of Skip Bayless, but I'll tell you what. Sports debate will not exist without him. If you eliminate him from history, people would never argue on TV publicly when it comes to sports. Well, okay. We're I mean, not gonna go. We're not gonna talk too much into this because we're well, not gonna. We're not gonna prove him right. But I understand that. But I watched for the first time. I watched his new show with uh, Shannon Sharp, Sharp, the uh, legend. Whatever the name of the show was, and I watched. They, they wanted to start 30 minutes before first take. Now, I like Mike and Mike, but I was like, I'm going to give 30 minutes to Skip. And all I could think of is something that I thought of my whole life that I used to want to do was you cannot recreate what you had. You can't do it. No. Like there was, I had, I used to have the, my own, a lot of things going on. And I learned that as soon as I left Las Vegas that you cannot create what you had. And because of that, his... He, he made the worst decision of his life by going to ESPN. You cannot do it. So, like, just like the second Ron Burgundy thing, uh, boxing. With boxing, we're going to talk about PBC, Premier Boxing Champions. Yeah, but it's just, it's just too much. It's just too much. I love ESPN. We're coming up, uh, now that we're at the end of uh, the PBC on ESPN, we're going to get Friday Night Fights coming back soon, I think. we probably mentioned Al Heyman every single episode just because of what he's done, even though... Hey, Al Heyman, I'm, I'm a fan. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I'm a fan. I'm not going to lie. It was, a great, it was a good card. It was a good we card We understand that, that there's a lot of things out there talking about financially what's going on. And they're like, well, they got no more. There's no more big fights for boxing, but there is because there's one we're gonna talk about soon. So but let's finish. A, this it was a, it was a good it was a good card. Um, I'm gonna talk over the uh, first card of the Toto to Tuesdays. We got Dennis Galarza versus uh, Cesar the Allen surgeon. Valenzuela. It's a super featherweight bout. Um, uh, Dennis Galarza was the up and comer, 13 and one with eight knockouts. Mm-hmm. He lost. He lost. simply. We don't even have to go into detail. He just simply got outworked by uh, Valenzuela. Um, the, yeah. one, of the, one of the takeaways I did uh, get from this fight, though, is uh, Galarza is a staple made of Erickson the Hammer Lubin. Lubin. I remember hearing that. So, it, um, so Erickson Lubin, if you don't know what him, he's the guy with the Antonio Brown hair. Did we got him uh, in the KTFO yet? Top. You know what? I'll I'll look him up. You know what? We'll I'll find him. We'll, we'll get him in know, there. If you don't know who Erickson Lubin is, we'll get him in I'll there. I'll find something for you to like. And then it's going to be up really soon. And this is sad. We shouldn't be talking about him because Galarza Galarza is the one who fought. Well, he's the one who – well, he he lost. So you don't – Who fought. Yeah. Now, should we maybe try to get a blanket rule going on? Like if you – you got to have so many fights before we can put your nickname into the title. Because he came in, it looked nice, uniform. His name was the surgeon. The so, surgeon. Well, so look, you didn't surgic nothing. You, look, you didn't surgically slice something. We always up talk about what kind of boxers I like. I like people who are very meticulous and who are who have a game plan. I like pure boxers. Boxing has so to be when your I hear OCD. The, when I hear the, when I hear surgeon, I think this dude is going to. I'm thinking. I'm thinking of Terrence Crawford. Yeah. When when I hear surgeon, I'm like, look, no, there, there's somebody who's precise in what he does, mm-hmm. and that's Terrence Crawford. Yep. The Floyd Mayweather. I'm thinking of that. Mm-hmm. You got to work by somebody who's 12 and four with four knockouts. Relentless. That's all it was, too. And then the thing is, it wasn't even it wasn't even nothing spectacular that uh, Cesar Valenzuela beat him with. He just was, he just outworked him. He had better counters. Mm-hmm. He was a stronger fighter, and he was first off. Yep. Now. Valenzuela won, but he won by split decision. If you watch this fight, it was eight rounds. There's no split decision. This there is, is a, a saying this is that a, we trademarked. What is it about boxing you love? It's the imperfections that make it perfect. That's right. That's us. That's what we're talking about today. It, it, it's it, it, yeah, you've watched that. You're just like, how is the split decision? You lucky the right man got it, but it was just the. It was just that he was an up-and-coming Until fighter. Until I've seen some it. horrible decisions. The worst one I've ever seen was probably 
that one judge who made it a draw with Canelo and, and, and Money May. That's one of the worst ones ever because, like, you you, you got a yeah, drink and you, left. You, you, you didn't even come back. You were like, well, if I do a draw, I was it wrong either way. Yeah, but it, let's talk about Ryan Carl. So, Ryan Carl. Ryan Carl. Now, this is the third or fourth fight that I've seen with Ryan Carl. Mm-hmm. Now, Ryan Carl, Ryan Carl is the epitome of what I thought Canelo Alvarez was. I see white? a red I see a red hair white guy. Like comedically red hair. Like, like, like carrot no, top. Get, carrot top. That's when I first saw Canelo. I was like, yo, this white boy can fight. And then he starts speaking Spanish. This white boy can fight. He starts, I was like, oh, okay. That was part of the entry. Now, Ryan Carl. Can you that one more time? That white boy can fight. That white boy can, hey. Or <laughs> in, the, in the words of Ann Wolf, that red hair can fight. Yeah. Yes, and I did, I did censor myself. And you saw what happened to uh, you saw what, <laughs> what hey, happened to Kirk Frank. I mean, not Kirk. James, James Kirkland, Kirkland after that. Uh, Kirk Franklin. Kirk. I really did. <laughs> James Kirkland after that. <laughs> well, Kirk Franklin would have got knocked out the same way. It didn't even matter. So, but anyway, Ryan Carl. This guy is twelve and zero with eight knockouts. That was it's, a good fight, man. For what? Five rounds. Wait, Jose Felix Cusada. Uh, Cusada. Cusada. Now. The Mad first minute, heart. the first ninety seconds of that fight, which does not seem long, but in boxing time, that is an eternity. The first minute and a half of that fight, he was. Quezada is eleven zero with six knockout. He was not intim- He was not intimidated at, at all. At all. But he, at the he, end, he showed respect for the power, but he was quick on the jab too. He was. But then he got popped. Yeah, he got popped, and then what's funny is like after he got popped toward the end of the first round. Uh, Ryan Carl's heavy-handed, but he is a boxer puncher. Mm-hmm. We went over what boxer boxer punchers are. Those are people who can box but have the strength behind that. That just mm-hmm. another Some reference. Of the smartest, Terrence, Terrence Crawford, smartest another fighters one those, out there. Another one of those boxer punchers. I liked Ryan Carl. He looked like he was learning in the ring, and those are the fighters you want. Yeah. The guys that learn in the ring because mm-hmm. he he was getting caught with that left hook. Yeah, he kept repeatedly. Caught. He, yeah, and then it got to a point where he wouldn't throw that left jab without keeping that without right hand. Without putting that, he he he. Consciously put up that right hand. If I trained fighters, I would have somebody stand next to me, and every time to stand next to my fighter, and every time he dropped that hand, they would whack him. They would whack him with something, just to make sure you keep that mm-hmm. hand up. Yeah, uh, Kuzada came out the second round really humble. Like he 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 was just like, all right, okay, man, I'm gonna it, fight. It's gonna I'm gonna fight. I'm gonna fight. But I'm gonna be really cautious Mad with heart. this dude. Like uh, Ryan Carl, he's one of those guys you're gonna definitely be hearing his name real soon. A lot more. Public, a lot more. This trains guy trains in Houston with Ronnie Shields, so he gets to spar people like one of the, one of them Charles. Like I don't know one which one. So and so Charles. So and so Charles. That's gonna yeah. be. How do you like that? Being twins, you on D level TV now with yeah. uh, hip hop and hate or something like that, and you're gonna be called one of them Charles. One of the. But Charles. he gets to train with one of them and Arislandy Laura, who yeah. can. Be argued as someone in the top ten pound for pound just from pure skill level, but now, Ryan Carl he's going to be a problem once he gets more polished. Yeah. Only thing that what the was their weight division thing, again? What did you say? What was their weight division? Uh, super lightweight. Super lightweight. Super lightweight. So one of the things that uh, you can just tell that he doesn't have is just the experience, and you're mm-hmm. not going to get experience unless you unless get you get experience. experience. That's yep. the that's the pro- that's the problem with it. That's the problem with having experience. That's a great saying too. It's, it, but he, this guy's look out for him. There's you no will hear other, his name. There's only if you, if you two, don't hear his name in boxing, you mean you might be killing somebody in a, like assassination. Hey, detail. real talk though. Really? Like honestly, like when it comes to I hope his middle comes, name isn't like James. It is Ryan James Carl. He's going to have three first names. Oh, uh, he said he came from a town with four hundred people, man. Yeah. So it's yeah, I bet you three hundred uh, named James. <laughs> <laughs> but it, but this guy's going to be um, a lot of hooks and uppercuts in this though. But uh, Ryan Carl showed uh, that he was a better fighter. Uh, Definitely, Cusada though. You're going to see him in the future too. Oh, like he did not just, hurt his stock by not, losing no, at all. Not at all. At all. Now let's move not into a fight all. I really don't want to talk about. But we will. Yeah, you do. And I'm going to yeah, say do. once again. Wow, this is gonna be the first one I told you I was wrong twice. I was, I was. R- 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 so wait a minute. What, I was. I was. I was. I was wrong on this one. What's? Wait a minute. If I mean, no, okay, now, if ninety nine point nine percent right. Okay, now. Okay, if, I'm, if I'm, you I'm say that twice, how, what is that percentage? What is that percentage? It's still ninety nine point nine because I wasn't wrong. I told you this fight was gonna end quick. But you also picked the fighter who's gonna win that. So that's a zero. I don't know. One, I don't, one, I don't, zero. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what to do with my hands. I don't. I don't know what to do. Pay attention. Dennis Ugas versus Bryant Goodfellow Perella. Now, so go ahead. 
I was I was in the middle of writing notes for the news of all this kind of stuff, and then I actually missed the intro where pause Brian Perello was taking off his uh, suit jacket. Yes, you heard it in a boxing match. Now, his suit jacket. Now let me explain something to you. He is still the best dressed boxer, and why did it pay off? Because what did you just do? I rewinded it to see how long it took to take off his shirt and tie now and they, his blazer. They, they were a lot smarter this time, I noticed. They cut they cut some of the sleeves off, so it was easier access. He to didn't take have off, the sleeves so on at all. He did it. No he sleeves did. on. It was right. Yeah, it was like a forearm spider or something. They still had to unbutton it and take the tie. It, it, it's still. It a was a nice tie. What are you gonna do? It, it was, was a nice. It was it's leopard, a nice suit. It was leopard print. Those were hooker heels. He had a hooker heel tie. Hey, one of my goals is to make that kind of money. So God. I don't know what you're talking about. But that was a nice suit. It was tailor fitted. And he probably kept it still. Don't be surprised if you see him wearing it at a wedding one day. But so, Ugas, uh, Ugas, Ugas, Ugas. Speaking of what they were wearing, Ugas was wearing a, a, a t-shirt in the love and memory of the family of uh, the, Jose. the late Ho Jose Fernandez, Fernandez who uh, just passed. Or, him and uh, two other players. In a, in a boating accident. And Bobby uh, Ojeda is one of them. Oh, and I can't think of the other guy. I want to say Olin was his last name. Olin, well, the Miami Mar Mar the Miami Marlins. So, So, um... I said for yeah, the moment. Yep. So um, rest in peace to them. And um, now he fought with a heavy heart. The first thing I'm, that I had in my notes until I, the end of it was was that you never want to fight a fighter who is fighting for more than him. All right. Because for one, those are the only stories that get remembered when that happens. Okay. Are the ones that win, and then your name gets put right under it, just like. Buster Douglas and Mike Tyson. Yeah. Now, everybody's going to remember how Buster Douglas won the most impossible thing and because his mother just passed away, but what nobody knows because the internet was around is that yeah. Tyson was... Kicking it. Was plowing through Japan. The, the, the Japanese School women. girls and everything. That's what he was doing leading up to the fight. They used a condom instead of an inswell for his eye because they did not think of it. But Buster Douglas was fighting for something else. Yeah. And when you got that, that's that's always a dangerous man. It's a da it's a dangerous man, but at the same time, I'm gonna play devil's advocate. Uh, Brian Perella, why wouldn't you take this fight? Oh, you, you're 13, yeah. you're 14 no with 13 knockouts in oh, yeah. like I hate I hey. hate his dressing just because it takes so long. But this guy is a good pure boxer Thank though. You. So like I, I'm not can't take that away. So and exactly. So why wouldn't you? You're confident. He you're showed high, the, the boxing hog. puncher mentality in there because he got rocked in that first round and he didn't dive right into it. He used the jab. He stayed he, back he had, a little. He had to. Um, so, Ugas applied the pressure. He fought six weeks ago. Mm -hmm. And we watched that fight and we actually yeah. talked about that also too. Uh, Ugas just had better timing. Mm -hmm. He applied Way better timing. He applied the pressure Way with timing. patience mm -hmm. too. So, it's one thing to come forward on a fighter, but still picking your shots and not just rushing in there and trying to bulldoze uh, your way though. So, um, you were right. He's he's never gone past six rounds and still hasn't continued. <laughs> so uh, that was one of the uh, great things about the fight. You made me take Ugas, which I had no problem doing. Hey, I'll take hey I'll take Perella again next time. Now the thing that uh, hey, I, I might teach you something with this one here. But the thing that Perella I thought lost him that fight instantly was when he walked into the ring. He had zero respect for his power. Yeah. Zero respect for Well, that's the first power. thing that he said, too. He was like, what's going to separate me from this fight? This is Perella saying, it's my, my power. power. It's my power. Mm -hmm. So after That the first, lost you the fight, brother. Yeah, that it, well, he, Look, got, he, got, he, got sat, he got sat down in the first the I first love round. the suits, and I'll stand next to you any day wearing one, all right? As long uh, as you got your collar pin on, but you were wrong with that comments and what? that mentality. But, but he got put down the first round of that fight and then after that he was shook. Like he didn't he have was, the same confidence. So gunshot he he boxed smart but gun shy and a little overwhelmed. When uh another time the first time I the first time I ever stepped into the ring with uh in sparring I re I I'll, I I remember this as clear as day. My coach saying, "Calm down, because I was moving too much. Because just being nervous, being in there. Now I've gotten into a whole bunch of street fights. That's something different. That that pops off right away. But when you mm -hmm. go into it, going somewhere expecting reaction. to fight somebody, the reaction. Mm -hmm. So, well, Perella, when after he got rocked and he got knocked down and he stood back up, he was a little bit more timid and he was nervous. He did a whole bunch of extra movement. He wasn't comfortable in the ring. Mm -hmm. uh, that's what, at least that's what I saw. And Ugas just just kept applying that pressure." And then um, the the last fight that uh, Ugas had was he beat he beat an unbeaten fighter. So yep. I think he laid him out too or something like that. It was another knockout. Ugas wants to be recognized 
with the rest of the welterweight division, saying that he's a threat. He said he's ready for almost any of them out there, and he showed that by taking out my man Goodfellow Perella. Yeah. He definitely showed that. Who did he fight that? He fought Jamal, Jamal James. And, and what, then uh, He won by decision? Yeah, he won by decision. he won by unanimous decision. Now, before that, another uh, guy that he fought was uh, he fought Amir Imam, which mm. one, the young master, which is one of my mm -hmm. favorite. He lost to him, and he uh, lost to Emmanuel Robles uh, before that. Now, those were his two losses before he took, and those are recent before he took um, took a hiatus and had a kid and all that kind of stuff like that before. But you lose to Amir Imam, who is a savage fighter and who's coming back off a... Well, he came back off a win, but a loss before that because we've talked about that before. Yep. But then you just came back and you just beat two proven... Jamal James was 20-0 at that time. Yeah. And then uh, Brian Perella, uh, Goodfellow Perella, he's 14. Those are two top-tier... Top I love and fighters, hate though. you guys. I love and hate these guys that are just the spoilers. Like, the, you, in boxing, you got... Gatekeepers yep. and you got your spoilers. Yeah. Those, uh, and they go hand in hand too. They're gonna go hand in hand. We gotta have you. We need you. Your reason that makes Those it a journey, sweet they're journeymen, they're still they're still they're still always work for you, man. Mm -hmm. And always so Ugas, he still has a chance to become great also too, man. Like if he plays his cards right. Now we're gonna go into a little bit of news, and you can find this news on the Squared Circle app. Download it. It's in the iOS, it's in your app store, it's in Google Play. Tell your friends about it. We need that word of mouth business. We need you to subscribe to us on iTunes and leave in the comment section. Rate us one through five stars. I will not be devastated if you give me a one star. I'll be devastated if you don't tell me why. Because we want to get better. We want to move forward. We want to be able to do the right things for our families and just move forward in life, period. Because we're talking about the sweet science of boxing. Talking Smack 101 at Twitter.com, Facebook.com forward slash Talking Smack 101. Now, we're going to go into a little bit of news and current events right now. Now, one of them I saw was Kel Brook with underwent surgery. Yeah, uh, last week um, to recover that uh, <laughs> eye socket that, uh, got broken. that triple G got that broke him. Now, I want to talk about Felix Verdejo. I saw he's out and he's about. He's out and recovering. So, um, Good to hats hear. Off, hats off to you, man. Hey, we, uh, we need take another back. year. Take a whole year off, brother, and then get back in there and contend at 135 because we know you're good. We want to see you in there for them exciting fights, but only if you feel like it. Um, Klitschko backed out of – oh, no, so, Tyson Fury. So Tyson Fury, he has 10 uh -huh. days, which is – well, it was a couple days ago. So October 6th is when he has to uh, update the medical status for the WBO or he's going to be stripped of his belt. Um, the promoter that gave no re specific reasons for why he backed out of the fight, but it's uh, he just said he was medically unfit, which uh, the rumors have been depression. So um, wait, you pull out of a fight for depression? I, I, look, man, I'm not. Look, I don't know. How I want to be at that status where I'm depressed and none of zeros in that check. Yeah, look, hey, bro, you just you your last fight. You literally just beat the reigning ten year heavyweight champ of the world, dominating the heavyweight what do you, division. What do you do? Now, granted, the fight sucked. I watched it. The fight yeah. So, and that's what we that, talked about. That, that. The most entertaining thing about that fight was the taunting and smack talk yeah, more than the fight itself. That, yeah, it would be better than that. And so, like, looking at that, I'm like, you know, I was kind of... Uh, when he said he backed out of the fight, I was like, oh, okay, who cares? Okay. I would have watched it anyway just because that's just exactly love, what I did. Yeah, just for the love of the game. Now, one of the most famous parts of boxing, period was uh in relations to that was the uh anthony joshua the reason why that has reference is because uh his his people reached out to klitschko because they still because anthony joshua has a date to fight um he don't he the, don't want no part of that yet november he 26th he ain't ready he don't want no part of that at well, all Well, the thing is the klitschko is kind of older why wouldn't you when you're a young agile fighter why not anthony joshua so, yes but no you ain't ready he ain't ready. I can understand why you want it. You got to be vocal. You got to make sure your name stays current in boxing. Mm -hmm. But you don't get a 10-year domination yeah. over nothing. It took Tyson Fury three, four years before he was ready to accept a fight with Squishco. And Anthony Joshua, this pride sometimes talks a little tougher than you than you actually are. Yeah, so, say. Um, but the reason why there's a couple of things that are conflicting with that, uh, Klitsch goes with HBO and Anthony Johnson with Showtime, so that could already to figure be a big problem. Yeah, that could already be a problem. So, I mean, there's still rumors. They say they're both camps are saying that they would like to fight, but um, 
But also, one of the things is Klitschko is waiting to see if uh, Tyson Fury is going to, what the government, what the WBO is going to do, if they're going to strip yeah, his yeah. titles. I don't know if yeah, they're going to strip the there, rest of them and just give it, just give, give probably it give them all to Anthony Joshua. Or see, or see what's going to happen. They handed after him that, that IBF so. title. Now, <laughs> they just handed that to him. Now, we got a couple more segments here before we finish with your power hour of boxing. There's a reason why we are the number one talk show out here when it comes to boxing and the sweet science is because we're the power hour domination flexing if i flex right now my shirt would just fall off now the next upcoming pay-per-view event for boxing and the last one is going to be the pacquiao vargas we're not going to make any picks yet on that we're one we're not going to make any picks but yet a great undercard so just like we said uh last week when it uh, came to the canelo card it's like you don't pay for just the main event you pay for the whole card the whole card now even though some of these are going to be pretty one-sided I'm really excited to uh, see about. Uh, I like it. I I'm like really, it a lot. Uh, see about this. So you got Pat, uh, Pacquiao versus uh, Jesse Vargas, which is uh, which is a good fight in its own though. But uh, Nonito Dorner, this is the first time the that Filipino uh, Flash. The Filipino man. Flash. I like this him. The, he's a, he's my dude. Hey, you know this is the first time that him and Pacquiao are going to be on the same undercard. Same card. card. How, how how have you not done that by now? There's a rule I think can more. You can't have more than one more than one, two Filipinos uh, per uh, fight card. card or something like what, that. What, what you know how many? Like, nah, it's because they they they've been direct com competitors under the top rank banner as far as for who's the more popular fighter and and Money because this, and this is the one you want to be like yeah. but now nonito on the decline now he's fighting jesse magdalano yeah who is from las vegas nevada okay by the way oh okay las vegas nevada you've been just, there once or twice oh you know they, they know me the people know me out there this is a tough fight for jesse magdalano because either nonito denaire will get skyrocketed back to the top or no longer a pay-per-view draw what or a, no longer even a co-headliner and Jesse will become the the man to beat one of the uh one of the laws of the jungle is they say a lion they say a lion is most vicious when he's near its end ooh i like that so when you come to, you don't know which guy. You can't just walk into the ring and hey, think that this guy's. I saw Nonito knock out Fernando Montiel, and Nonito Mo Fernando Montiel hit the ground thinking he was still fighting, throwing punches <laughs> like that. He got. Ooh, if that's not in the KTFO o section, you'll see it shortly because we're gonna add that one. Hey, you know that's what? a great you know what? one. He gave you the email. Look, this is my man. He handles he handles all that. I don't do the key, the keyboard stuff, right. man. Let us know what you want to see Got on the there, diva man. And so the look, look, my man Clink, man. You asked for some uh who did you ask for? You asked for a couple of cats on there, man. I'm still I'm still looking out for you, man. I got some stuff lined up for you. I'm gonna get you in there, Clink, man. One of my boys at the boxing gym. Yeah, so we I got I got you, man. Don't forget to support Tacoma Boxing Club. Facebook.com forward slash Tacoma Boxing Club. They need your help. They need your support. We need to find a good permanent home for them because they got so many years in boxing. Now, next on there is also Oscar Valdez versus Hiroshia Osawa. That looks like a good fight. I love anything with Oscar Valdez. James Tony. I'm sorry I'm late with that. That's who you asked for, Clint. You asked for James Tony stuff, well, man. That's, I'm a, a, good, I'm get that's you. a good ask right there. I'm going to say that because I like James Tony. You know why I like James Tony? Why you like James Tony? The only boxer who talked the wrong kind of smack but walked in the octagon to try to prove it. Yeah. Now, his only fallback was he trained for zero grappling defense. And in UFC at the time was not what it is today because they would not let... Today they wouldn't let two men wrestle around for that long because what is that? What I call that is borderline what? Porn. Exactly. Gay porn. Gay porn. But that's but I give them mad respect for doing that because there isn't a boxer today that would say, hey, no, we'll go into the octagon right now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Terrence Crawford would probably get away with it and win, but he's a little smarter than that because he's a prize fighter. Now, one fight I'm looking forward to, we're not going to touch too much on because we're almost finished with the power hour of boxing. Oh, Oscar Valdez, did we already go there? Oscar Valdez is on that same uh, yeah. fight card too, so. Versus Hiroshima Osawa. Now, September 26th is probably going to be the last big fight of the year after the Pacquiao Vargas, and that's Nicholas Walters versus Vasily Lomachenko. You said it's going to be the what? Uh, probably the last big fight of, of the year. Nah, man. No? More? Nah. Nah. Oh, no. The second to last because the big okay. fight is going to be SOG and my man Kovalev. All right, man. The you, crusher. Put, you put some respect on that name, oh, man. Bad, you put some bad, respect on bad. that name. I'm so sorry. I apologize. It's all right. Actually. That's why I had to check. I was I'll like, what, did, what did you say? What did you say? I, it's it's because I was surprised this fight got made and I got yeah. overexcited because it was announced officially no, there was a couple yesterday because you're hearing this on Thursdays. Every Thursday, you could find us. 
But Nicholas Walters versus Vasily Lomachenko. Which? What do we call? We're, we're going to call, call Vasily Lomachenko. We're going to start calling him Velo. So you'll hear it today here first. Velo. We're going to do, we're gonna do that just for the simple fact that is if you ever write notes, which you probably won't, but we have to to do this podcast to bring mm-hmm. you guys the news. Writing Vasily or writing Lomachenko down every time sucks. So, Velo, if you ever send that, we'll, re- we'll reference it, though. But Velo, Vasily Lomachenko. My last name, like Lomachenko, there's a lot of Eastern Europeans out there, but I don't think you'd ever play in the NBA because <laughs> your name won't fit on the jersey, period. They might not draft you because of that. Yeah, they, that's why, they, they, need, that's why you, they didn't draft 007. Or they might itchy roll you and put your first name on the jersey. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. All right, so um, this That's was a, this was intriguing fight, bro. Yeah, so um, Nicholas Walters um, actually he be, he's most famous for beating Nonito Donaire. That was one of the. That's uh, another one where unfortunately I'm very proud of because just like when I said Postal was gonna beat down Matisse, I said Nicholas Walters will have him out within five, and he got knocked out in the fifth round. Yeah, so uh, this is gonna be a very intriguing fight. This was supposed to be made uh, June 11th. But they had weight and purse issues uh, coming up with that. So um, uh, Lomachenko Velo he moves up in weight, mm-hmm. and then one twenty two, yeah, from to one thirty. One thirty. So, that's a big jump. So that's a huge. That's a huge jump. Um, so I was I was doing my research on this fight. It was a lot of intriguing things that I uh, I thought about, or I didn't even think about that was brought to my pinch, uh, attention. So initially, when this fight was going to be made, and I took this a couple different ways. Uh, Lomachenko offered uh, Walters um, a $300,000 bonus if he wins the fight because they had a problem with the money. So it went from $550,000 to if you win, you can get you know, over a quarter, over three quarters of a million to a million dollars mm-hmm. or whatever to win this or whatever. So, but uh, that didn't get, that didn't get, taxes. yeah, yeah. So, yeah. But the money issues allowed it not to happen. And then so now that he uh after that who did he beat Lomachenko? No, yeah so he he moved up he still he still moved up and he beat uh roman rocky Marti- out Ra- rocky, martinez. rocky martinez and uh walters was uh stripped of his belt after failing Not to make weight, weight against, and, against and uh, miguel mariaga fight and then in had june west roll draw against yep. jason sosa yep against jason sosa so what's funny is what i what i thought about what i thought about all this was if it's really about the money and you think that you're the best, if you think that you're the best, you it's not about it. the money. It's, it's not, not about, about the money. It's not about the money. It. And I'm saying that sitting here in this chair. Now I could be wrong. Mm-hmm. But do you think that you could have lost this fight? And the reason why you wanted more money because you know how damaging that is to your uh, loss to your career is. So, but the great thing about it is now Lomachenko ain't got to come out pocket 300, 300k uh, to fight uh, Nicholas Walters. Now mm-hmm. Walters has to bring it. Yeah. So uh, this is going to be. Um, I like Nicholas Walters, man, and I'm not I'm making too. no picks on this one because Vasily Lomachenko looks like he has the style that he looks like he has a formula that has been figured I'm out. Wa- yet, uh, go, getting, when we get closer to the, when, we'll, we'll when, get we'll talk we more closer. into this as we get closer to it because we got this one and then Sog and Kovalev that we we will make our picks for those fights. The week before the fight, and yeah. then we'll discuss it after because we're every Thursdays. You can find us on iTunes. You can find us in the Squared Circle app. You can find us everywhere else. Uh, another thing, uh, just uh, oh, Shakur. Yeah. So we got a couple of signings off. So the guy, the cat that gave everybody the finger after controversial loss. I like uh, this dude, Michael, Mike Michael Conlin. Conlin. He signs with Bob Arum in top rank, and then you also have Shakur Stevenson who uh, got that silver medal. Uh, he signs with the, the Money Team. The signs money with Mayweather team. Promotions. Right. So, so be make sure you look out for those Shakur Stevenson's with the Money Team and Michael Conlin with top rank. So now make these sure you look are out Shakur for those guys. Stevenson in the U.S. at least for sure will be a name that will probably be followed because there's a lot of hopes in this guy because we haven't had anybody. Do that good in amateur boxing since Deontay Wilder, who brought home a bronze, or my man SOG, who brought home the gold. Now, this is your power hour of boxing and the sweet science. Talking Smack 101 at Twitter.com is how you want to hit us up. Talking Squared Circle at Gmail.com is how you want to hit us up. You can find us on iTunes. Subscribe to us. Leave the comments. Leave the stars. One of five. 
anything you need to let us know, please reach out to us and let us know. Because we're here just to get better. We're here to talk about it. We're here to do what we got to do. We're here to move forward. We're here to promote. Tell your friends. Tell your families. I believe in seven degrees of separation. My man right here, he is the reason why 007 can never be on a jersey because he is the Black James Bond. This is what we do. The sweet talk, science. Bro. That's real talk. Hit us up. Please reach out to us. Download the app. Tell your friends. Do you have anything you got to say? Yes, actually, man, we gained a couple of followers and people who actually personally reached out and told me that they uh, uh, listened to the, the podcast. You know, a couple females, actually. Dolores, I'd like to thank you for that. You've been a supporter since day one. Day one. And also, Anahi. Uh, hey, another, another give her one more shout out because uh, we would not be sitting here today. Yeah, uh, Dolores, thank you. I appreciate you for uh, letting me be my right-hand man. And then also Anahi, uh, another female boxer. Uh, partner know from down south. She, uh, she's another uh, hey. uh, fan favorite, though, so I appreciate you. Everybody who starts with us from the beginning, if you listen to the show and you're a fan, I will not forget about you myself personally. I believe he will do the same thing for you, but you know where to find us. Make sure you come in. Make sure you listen. I want to hear some MGM brand. Are you ready to do this? See you next Thursday. Yo, up in the MGM, coked up, sight. Six niggas walked in, flashing they just peace, aight? One dog skin nigga, 56 inch rope, wrapped around twice. Smashed the Gilligan boat with ice. They threw sign language, ordered hot coffee with a Danish. Relax, whispered they rap entertaining. Had Lizzie on, two Japanese birds with first look. Good kid, laid back, handling the dirt. It's like round three. We too black for BT. You memorize the one to 40? I'm at the 19th degree. If a civilized person doesn't perform, his duty was shall be done. Pardon me. God, that nigga got a gun poking out his sweatpants. Check out his stance. See the side of his grill? Look like my cousin Lance, left hand, rocky, guess why? Yo, I think I did his cloth. You want a crush bone leather with the strings off? Now I remember.